Hi, I'm Phil. And I'm Mark. And welcome to Organized Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've been playing Volfurian. Right, how would you say it right? Is it Volfurian? Volfurian? Volf... Whatever. Volfurian is what I'm going to say. Volfurian, yeah. It's just that Y and that I together makes it sound like it could be like Volfurian. Whatever. Volfurian. Yes. (laughs) Which is a game that you found. I'd never heard of it. Tell us the background. How did you find it? What were you doing? Uh, I was just looking there online. There was a sale of games. So I just had to look through, see what was fairly cheap. (laughs) And this was in the sale. And I saw the word deck building. And I was like, I'm getting it. (laughs) That is all. I didn't look into it at at all. It was just the price and deck building. There you go. Times fun equals progress. Do you want to read us the bump? Well, yes. So, Volfurion. In Volfurion, each player represents one of two houses of Mysthea. The goal is to defeat the other player by destroying all of their cities. This has been... Start that again. This (laughs) is done by playing cards to gain points, which can be spent to deploy strategic assets and to attack. Players gain resources and take actions by playing cards from their personal decks, which are upgraded with additional cards during the course of a game. Player immediately wins the game after destroying all enemy cities. And this is 14 plus average gameplay, 15 to 30 minutes, one to two players. There you go. So Mm. it's in some part, I mean, most parts, it's a standard deck building situation. We each have three cities that we lay out in front of us and a shop, you know, with five cards in and you're cards are either worth money or fight basically you know standard standard stuff you use your money to buy troops from the shop and you use your fight to attack enemy cities but there are a few key differences so you can get troops and buildings which you can actually put into your cities to boost the defense value of them which is fine although none of us you had a troop but i didn't get to play any troops or any i basically i fucking whooped you within well because (laughs) and this happened a lot in deck building game you can get in the bin it all comes down to the shuffling no it does especially with deck building because if all those troops were early on and they were all in our decks to begin with we'd be like battling it out for longer i suppose it is it's all it's that build-up of getting the right (laughs) cards to begin with yes okay there is that but yes so playing troops and buildings on your cities to boost their defense could save them there your government prescribes one session of fun per day there's like a third currency isn't there these gemstone knowledge points I think they were called which can be used to like alter so you can use them to replace cards from the shop that you don't like you can use them to like seal other players cards bonus cards to stop them from getting the bonus points and just other things that you can do with them but again because our game was relatively quick none of us really got to use knowledge points for anything no I think that's another I didn't really look into that too much I was just trying to build up that's what you do on the first go you're just trying to build up a good deck of like attack and money as it were so yeah. that that sort of extra bit wasn't really on my mind to begin with yeah but it's weird because like Scott Pilgrim has three currencies doesn't it hearts cogs and oh it's what is it work love and drama 
Valhalla or something. And at first when we played that, I thought it was quite complicated, but I didn't think the third currency here complicated it. I think it's because there's only some very few specific things that you can do with knowledge points. They're not, you know, you know that you're dealing with money, fight, and then sort of mystical ooh stuff. Mm. And they're each tied in very clearly to what you do with them. Money, you buy things from the shop. Fight, you attack. And knowledge, you do other, you know. So it didn't like pollute it. Pollute it? It didn't convolute it too much. Which is quite good. Play to win. Another element then is these asymmetrical elements. Each of us had like a ploy card and a perk card. Ploys and perks, which are different for each of us. And again, feel a bit sort of, not cheaty, because the game was over so quick, we didn't get to use ours. But do you want to just tell, so what was your perk, first of all? Your specific bonus that you got? Okay, are you actually asking me this? Shuffle them all back and I oh. didn't even use them and can't remember. <laughs> it says them in the rule book, eh? Does it? It does. So turn okay. near the back where it says extra cards. So okay. you had Coam or Coam Armory. Oh yes, so I had Coam Armory and that meant I could perform the defeat Vulfurian action by spending 14 battle points. And normally it costs 16 battle points, so you get a little bit of an edge. And we'll talk about Vulfurian himself in a mo, because that's like the, the biggest unique element, isn't it? But So a little bit easier for you to fight Vulfurian. But easier, but in that whole game I probably got up to like 8 points in total, so it was going to be a long time before I could even use that anyway. <laughs> yes. I had Hero's Party, which just meant that at any time I could spend 4 battle points to acquire the top card from the Wanda deck without paying its cost. So that could be useful if there was an expensive Wanda card, but I suppose taking the top one from the deck, I wouldn't know how much it cost because it's face down. So it's a bit of a gamble. I might get ripped off or I might get a really good deal. Oh, we should also say that Volfirian is the name of a dragon. Yes, well, I was going to talk about Volfirian later, but yes, Volfirian is a dragon who generally presides over these lands. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of a medieval-y style world that this is in. So it it's is, like, like armor magic and, and magic. Glowing stuff. I guess this Koam, Q-O-A-M, Koam is like some mineral or some energy source. There's quite a lot of cards that mentioned it, wasn't it? Like a Koam vein. That makes me think of like a gold vein, you know, like something that you dig up, like a gemstone in the soil or something. I mean, I should really, do you want me to just read the introduction bit, which sort of gives a bit of a background to the world that this is set in? Yeah, go on. Just so we know what's going on in terms of these cities and stuff. So apparently the unspoken rivalry between House Volaries and House Rories escalated into war once they learned that it was possible to control Volfirian, the dreadful dragon inhabiting the ruins of Kyrandar. The desire to gain complete domination over the powerful beast resulted in a conflict between the two forces who were ready to employ any means necessary to stop the other. Their cities are now nearly completed, completely besieged while the battles rage on. Everyone tries to do their part. Troops are stationed at the high walls. Scouts venture to the ruins of Kyradar. Civilians build anew what was destroyed and scholars research forbidden tomes. However, the war is far from being over because as long as a single enemy city is still standing, neither house will ever surrender. So mm. we're different. So we have three cities each to defend. Yes. So we're all, that's so it's this sort of medieval magical war with this dragon yes. hanging around and the dragon started it all. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like a modern day, like the dragon is the weapon of mass destruction, right? And we were fine. Oh. But as soon as one of us realized, hang on, we can use this dragon to fuck over the other team. That became the war, didn't it? I suppose so. Yeah, Basically. that's one way of looking at it. But anyway, we will get to the dragon. I'm keeping you in suspense, listener. We will get to the dragon. The other thing that we each had that was different was a ploy. So a perk is something that you can do at any time, like as many times as you like during the game, as many times 
times as I wanted, I could gamble, spend four points and get a Wanda card. And at any time, you could attack Volfirion for cheap. But your ploy is like a, a mission, a special tactic that you can only do once. And again, there's some different ones that we each had. So I had double shift. And basically, the first time Mark would have attacked one of my cities, which he never did because he was rubbish, <laughs> my soldiers pulled a double shift and increased the city defense by two. So just a little bonus. First attack, I'm stronger, I'm prepared, screw you. But again, didn't need it. What was yours? I think mine was Mirage City. But it wasn't though, was it? It was Koam Instability. <laughs> well, they are very similar, I feel. Mine was immediately destroy both buildings currently in play. So if I had two in-play building cards across the city areas... What? I don't understand that. Right, so as soon as there are two buildings played on either of our cities... Oh, because we have the building cards, yeah. The unstable Koam, whatever that is, would destroy those two. So that would be a tactical element. You wouldn't really play buildings until I had played two and the Koam had destroyed them. Yeah, because otherwise, if I played one and then you played one, I could destroy one of mine, but destroy one of yours. Bring the odds down a bit. Because I think as soon as there are two, then that's you do it. Oh, I see. I'd have to. Right. Okay. Well, again, I didn't really get into that. I was just concentrating on just trying to get some troops together at all. But that would have been a hilarious like if I was building up my buildings and then suddenly you were like boom unstable koam like I'd be very annoyed about that (laughs) so just to sort of give a picture so we've got these cities and there's a troop and a building card that you have to apply Um, so the troops are a certain number so you sit so I'm attacking your city and your city is like nine you've added a troop which is like a three Mm -hmm. so therefore I have to build up 12 to attack and destroy your city. So you yeah. can upgrade your troops and then the buildings are the same. They've got a number on as well, right? Yeah, so, so the ulti- I guess... Just, oh, no, yeah. go on. Well, also a bit like Star Wars Destiny, the dice game, a little bit in terms of building up numbers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your thing, yeah. I think, so strategy-wise, in where that respects, you want to, as quick as possible, get a building and a troop on each of mm. your cities so that they are at maximum defence. That was... Well, we didn't... I literally put one troop on. I didn't even get enough to attack you and you were just right. attacking my cities because I didn't have anything on there you were getting up to like 9 and 10 quite quickly yes which I suppose this is why this is a fairly short game like 15-30 minutes because you can build up quite quickly yeah that enjoyment is compulsory. Okay, let's let's get on to then. So Here this dragon, he has a layer, and he guards these wonders, these like artifacts that are, I guess, more powerful. And so what you can do on your turn is you can spend battle points to rather than buy a card from the shop to steal one of Volfirian's wonders from his layer, and that permanently lives. Oh my god, that permanently lives in front of you. So you get that bonus every turn, and so that's I, that's how I work so quick because I had four Volfirian Wonders and so every turn I automatically had six battle points from the get-go before I'd even played any cards and I think four or five money points as well so every turn I was already starting with a hefty bonus on both money and battle but that's not the only thing you can do and I wish the game had gone on a bit longer so that some of us one of us had done this so you could spend eight knowledge points to move Volfirian remember we're both vying for control of this dragon. So you can put the dragon on one of your enemy cities, and if they don't fend him off before the end of their next turn, the dragon just destroys that city completely. All troops, all build, like anything you've got on it, the dragon's just like, nope, <laughs> destroy. Mm. And that would have been hilarious. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, you have to be a 
bit more, yeah, tactical. And uh, you see, I really wasn't keeping an eye on the layer. Layer. You say layer. 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 Did I say layer? Layer. I thought you pronounce it weird. Layer. This is my layer. My layer. 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 Whatever. My layer has layers. I wasn't keeping an eye on the layer. If I had kept an eye on the layer layer earlier on and built up as well, I would have been stronger to... Yes. And we probably would have got that far. But you were like on that, getting that straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing that you can do, if you're tired of Volfirian's twattery, you can amass 16 battle points or 14 if you had your bonus and you can kill him, which is fine. That puts a stop to him destroying any cities. But you then get to claim Volfirian's lair as an extra territory for you. So if you want to, you know, if you were down to your last city, you could kill Volfirian and take his lair and just add an extra city to your, you know, it's like an extra life, isn't it? It's a, haha, you've got to kill me one more time. (laughs) So that was really interesting because that was another sort of strategic thing to aim for, but another element, another weapon that you could use. And like I said, I wish the game had gone on a bit longer and we'd got to use Volfirian a bit more. In terms of strategy then, we've already mentioned like, obviously you want to beef up your cities with troops and buildings, but I think going for those wonders was what won it for me. Mm. And so because one thing that you can do with the gemstones is you can seal a wonder. And I think really, as soon as your opponent gets some wonders, you need to make it your focus to seal those wonders to stop them from getting the bonus. Because otherwise your opponent just runs away. It's one of these where you have a lot of plates spinning at once. You have to keep an eye on all of these things, which is which makes it enjoyable. But there's just a lot to keep. It's going to say it will take a few plays of this to really get to grips with all the different things. And I think because because I had those wonders, each turn I just destroyed one of your cities because I had so many bonuses and you were powerless to stop me. Oh no! Buy an Anath's trick for four. Yeah. Well, that's it, really. I can't really do much else. It's going to take a while to build up our decks, I think. Yeah. But I'm also going to use my captain then to buy the Ascension Path from Volfurion's Lair. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine battle points. So I'm going to attack Talaris. No! <laughs> well, it's dead. Because I haven't got anybody defending it. So I'm going to destroy Vahilia. <laughs> <sighs> How come you've got so many points already? Because I bought all those wonder cards. <sighs> I've got my mercenary archer, which I will put on Atlanta. 14, which is enough to kill Atlanta and the archers. No! The only other thing I've got... So is this an IP from something or is this purely made up? Like this isn't from like a video game or or something. I don't know. I've never heard of this before. These... And I'm kind of interested. You know, I want to know, is there more story to it? Where is it from? I don't know. It's made by Tabula Games. Yeah. Let me just have a look. I don't think it is. I think it's just a... But do you know what? It's kind of fascinating because I'm so used to getting games that are based on an IP or an existing series that when something completely unheard heard of and something you're like ooh what is this is there more <laughs> there are, oh there is a kickstarter for Volfirian guilds oh yeah do you think this was uh, a kickstarter actually is this oh well uh, uh, mm, yeah this is a oh no oh so this is a that's a larger box it looks similar though I think there is new cards abilities mechanics oh so it's, it's like a bigger version of this because this is quite a small compact just a cut, just a pack of cards yeah this but is just this 136 cards a bigger version of it and it says 
because it takes place in the Mycetia. Oh god, I can't speak. Mycetia universe. So I think there is a universe of the original setting created for Mycetia and furtherly enriched with Icon, Icion, Volfirian, and Mycetia the Fall. Okay, from what I'm just reading here, it looks like this world has a lot of different games attached to it. Through tabular games here. Do you think it's like an universe situation? You know, like there's different bits. I okay. So I how do you say I C A I O N is is in this game. So this is an Icion is an engine territory building resource management Euro game for two to four players. That looks like a robot though. That doesn't look like it fits in with the world of Mysteria, but never mind. Yeah, so it's worth having a look at tabular games because that's where all the worlds of these. Yeah, there just does seem to be a lot of different things. So there you go. Might definitely do that. Bit of an oxymoron, but yes, cool. Ooh, what's yeah. This I'm, I'm I'm getting lost on. Ah, what? <laughs> okay, who can go on there? Oh, that's quite fun. Volfirian snake. You know, like on the Nokia phone, yeah. the snake game. There's a Volfirian <laughs> version of snake you can play on the tabular website. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's got everything on there. This is a whole new world. There you wow. go. Tabular games. Go there, everyone, and go enjoy. Shall we frag? It will all come out in the frag. Let's it will see the rest. Oh. Come out in the frag. Start us off with fun then. Fun. Well, I do like a deck building game. That's true. And when we were just looking through the rules and stuff, I was thinking there is quite a lot here. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different mechanics going on, like we've said, with all this extra layers and things. But it, no, it was fun. It is designed to be quite a quick game as well, so it's not like going to go on for a very long time. But there's plenty there. I I, I did enjoy this, and yeah, it would have been better if the game had gone on a bit longer because just as you're getting into it, it sort of is over. Yeah. So I'm going to say four. I also went for four. Just, yeah. I mean, it's good fun. It's fairly simple. And I think, yeah, what's keeping it from five is just because our, our playthrough today was so mm. quick. We didn't get to experience a lot of the dragon action. <laughs> mm. Replayability? I think there's plenty here. I'm going to give it a four as well, because I think you can learn uh, some tactics. It is a two-player, up to a two-player game, but then there's extra rules. There's, there's like it says in the back of the rule book here, there's extended game mode. You can play two versus two team mode. And if if you go on the website as well there's extra rules and different different like ideas and and all sorts of different things so i think it has been designed to be sort of it's almost like they've predicted there's going to be expansions and extra stuff going on yeah. with it when they made it which is i think is quite clever so i think there's plenty to get out of this again and again and different ways to play it different cool. setups you can play it in solo mode as well so because it says for one to play you know yeah. you can have a one player game and, and play this so i th- and i think there's a lot more than in the rule book that's on the website to to do that and for, for extra things and there's and there's like extra cards make your own cards within this as well you can add yeah so there is plenty to do yes so actually uh, do you know what I'm going to say five oh, actually did right. I say four before I'm going to say five four. Already written actually, down, so I've not known a game like that's been that's sort of it feels like it's been designed to be changed and updated as yeah. you go along I'm sticking with four I agree with everything that you've said and like just from your comments it's like they've taken everything that's good about a deck builder and they thought right how can we make it unique 
And they've done it in a way that doesn't bog it down, doesn't overcomplicate it, doesn't like dilute the experience. They've just added this extra cool dragon weapon. <laughs> but um, I'm going for a four just because, and again, this is probably a me problem rather than a game problem, but I'm used to, you know, like Legendary is massive. Xenoshift Shift is massive. You know, the, the other deck building games that we have are so massive. So when you've got this tiny little one with just 136 cards, very much quicker than Legendary or the others, you're going to get to a point where you've seen every cut you know i mean just like oh that again you know there's gonna get that point isn't there yeah and i mean in terms of deck building games legendary is the what do you call it where it's like the base set the base the the it's, one to beat what do you call that i don't know it's a word isn't it it's the i don't know it's like it, i don't know whether it but it is the standard to which you compare all the others isn't it maybe it's just standard, <laughs> legendary yeah. Is standard. <laughs> no yeah i know what you mean but no i quite like that i was quite surprised that it was such a small game yeah. in that way but no, it, it does exactly and probably does more than Legendary even. Yeah. You know? What do you think for aesthetic then? Okay, that's a bit... I don't know. It is a bit like cheap fantasy book that's like just been made up. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, like I wasn't really looking at the artwork. Not like you say on like some of the other ones where it's, or I don't know, characters you know or stuff. It's just quite generic. It's all right. It's not cartoony. It's more arty. But it, it is very... Oh, I don't know what the word is. It doesn't really stand out is it's just this is it's your typical fantasy like oh it's really difficult to explain it doesn't stand out it's not bad though it's just this is some random fantasy artwork i mean there is a lot of artists involved in this we have i mean on the credits there's an illustrator and lead artist a graphic designer 3d sculpting 3d rendering a video maker and a graphic designer all involved in this design of this game because like some it looks like it is that sort of 3d early 90s 3d art sort of yeah. on the front the rule book it looks like then the cards are very arty watercolory none of them really stand out the colors are fairly sort of muted they are all different colors but it's sort of got this sort of darker yeah, tone to it it's a very dark gray and brown sort of situation yeah it? it's lots of browns and grays and things so i don't know the artwork could be better i'm oh, i might just say three actually for the artwork wow but i know it's its own thing but it's just not yeah it's not particularly eye-catching it's not like i wasn't the first it's not the first thing you notice about this game at all no i went for four there's a lot that i like i love the wooden dragon token to show yeah. which city volfirian is currently attacking i mm. love that this is a really good thing so your location cards have you know like a little outline so you know exactly where to put your troop you know where you overlay and i think a lot of games fucking out i don't know if you can hear that the wind is so loud <laughs> you know like on you mentioned star wars destiny and it's the same with others where you equip weapons and you equip stuff to your characters but there's no place to show where those equipped cards go and so sometimes you end up with like stacks of cards all around you like okay who's that attached to this is very clear it's got a little outline and you just whack it on and you line it up and boom that is the troop that is on that city because it's in the right plate you know i like that i also just love that the city cards on one side you've got a picture of the city and then when it's defeated you turn it over and the back shows the city like all in flames and all in ruins and destroyed and stuff. I think that's just a nice touch but you're right generally nothing made me go wow that's a cool picture you know what I mean it just mm. it's it's fine <laughs> 
<laughs> There's nothing breathtaking about it. Gameplay. Yeah, I mean, fairly simple to pick up. It's your usual. I mean, we call it the shop and the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, 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 you know, and the attack. It's all very recognisable as a deck building game. But with those extra elements, it does make it a little bit more interesting as well. So, yeah, standard deck building, but with those unique points that make this its own thing, I'll say four. I'm going for three this time, just because the rule book annoyed me. <laughs> There I knew you were going to say the rule book. Yeah, there were some also- symbols on the cards. Like, there's this really clear section where it goes through all the abilities and it has all the symbols listed and it tells you exactly what it is. But then the, we were encountering, okay, that symbol. Where's that symbol? Oh, I can't find it in the book. What does it mean? And they've described that ability just with words rather than showing the symbol equals this. It's like, why do it for some symbols and not every symbol? That would just created an unnecessary snap. <laughs> an unnecessary barrier that slowed down that turn and I think if you're going to do it for why just why wouldn't you do it for all the symbols I know but <laughs> it's quite a compact game but also bear in mind that they do have everything on their website and it does say true but that would snag good. things down even more if you were like oh I can't find it in the book let me just log on to the website but at least it all is up there somewhere yes on this amazing I mean, it all does exist website. that's true <laughs> and the only other thing and I know it's such a minor thing but these create your own I'm assuming they're create your own cards they're listed these you just get these couple of blank cards they're called continuum cards on the contents page but they are never mentioned ever again <laughs> Like, not even just a, oh, use the continuum cards to add your own unique twist. It literally just, yep, they're on the contents list, they exist, but pff, not going to tell you what they're for or why they're included. Sorry. Mm, okay, that is a bit strange. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I gave it a three. Sorry. But that gives it an overall frag today of 15.5. Oh, that's very respectable. Which is perfectly respectable. Well done. Now, Mark. <laughs> yeah? Was it a win or not? Oh, well. Well, everybody, the news is it was a win. Hey! (laughs) That makes it 121 to the gamers, 41 to the haters. Do you know what? I actually really like this, considering it's a game that I'd never heard of and know nothing about. It's not based on, like, a popular IP that we know. I was pleasantly surprised. And also, because, like, obviously when it arrived, I was just having a casual look. I said to you, didn't I? I think it looks a bit like fantasy version of Star Realms. But I'm mm. glad that it's got more about it than that. Yeah, they're definitely yeah, way more than I thought. Which is and not slagging like, oh, off well. Star Realms, but you know what I mean. Like you don't want mm. a game that's basically just exactly the same with a no. fantasy reskin. I'm glad it has more about it. No, yeah, there's tons. Yeah, there's tons out of this. So yeah, good find, good spot. Mm. It was only out in 2019 as well. Yeah, there you go. Do you think? Mm. I wonder if it's a lockdown game. You know, like a. I feel like this might have started off as a Kickstarter. I don't know because it's quite a just the design and the could have been. I, it just looks like on the website. The other ones are sort of Kickstarter-y. Yeah. So. Doesn't mention... Because usually no. Kickstarters have in the rule book or somewhere, don't they, all the list of Kickstarter yeah. backers and names and stuff. This doesn't. But no, it's good. Well, there you go. Yes. Great. Well, I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non-relinquum in Arca Aperculo. You can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun Pod. You can find us on X at Fun Organised. Thanks for listening. Bye, Ludophiles. Bye. Bye. Now is the time when we stop. Good night.